Hey, good morning, 937. Happy Thursday. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for texting in this morning, 850-437-1620. Get your questions in. Travis and Chris are here from Climate Tech. So if you would like to ask a question, you have something going on, uh, something funky in your house, you can text it in. Don't don't text us anything weird, but you can. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's been a weird it's day already. It's almost Halloween. I know. That's right. Getting but close. Yeah, you don't want anything scary happening with your HVAC system. But go ahead, text in this morning, climatechproair.com. Find them on Facebook and Instagram. How have things been going? Going good. Been going very good. Um, still busy. Got a lot going on. Weather changing up and down. Keeps things busy, especially the first few times it does this. People run the heat, then run the air in the same day. You know, that kind of stuff. So <laughs> it keeps things hopping. You know how I uh, feel. Yeah, yeah, there's a, well, and there's a big group. There's a big group out there that says, hey, up until this date, I'm not turning on the AC, not turning on the heat, and others that whatever they feel at the moment, they turn it whichever day they want to. So try to accommodate both, and, and right now, you know, things are in that weather change where we're getting day or two of cold, and day or two of hot, and back and forth. Yeah, the only reason I turned my air conditioning back on was when that moisture moved back into the area the other mm-hmm. day when we were about to get rain you felt it heavy mm-hmm. and i just i could feel it in the house almost instantly yep. after having the windows open which has been nice uh but yeah you definitely need to clear that stifling moist air out of the house as well i said already i'm holding off to turn on that heat as long as possible mm-hmm. i mean i probably have to turn it on by at least january right oh yeah most people have it on before that we we typically get that you know the week of the fair we get the cold weather typically that's just a normal fad so most of the time it takes a couple of days i mean if we get one night where it dips down your your house has enough thermal mass to it it kind of keeps itself warm uh, but when you get multiple days two three days of cold that's when you really start people start turning the heat on because they're the, the concrete actually gets cold the ground gets cold everything gets cold and you start to feel cold so that's typically when we start seeing a lot of heaters run is when we've had two to three days of cold in a row but when you first turn on your heat mm-hmm. r- refresh my brain you shouldn't run it too high or should you i forget well the thing that that people do is they want to turn the heat on and turn it way above us the temperature in the room so if the temperature in the room say it gets down to 68 if you turn your heat on and you turn it up to 75 76 it's going to turn on both your heat pump and the emergency heat strips and in that case that's when you get the burning smell your heat strips burning off that kind of stuff sure and it's not nearly as energy efficient it heats the house up much faster but if you don't need it, if you can slowly bring the house up in temp with your heat pump, it is a lot more energy efficient and you'll stay off of those heat strips. Okay. And that's, yeah, we're, we're trying to save that money. I just think like 78 is just so high for heat, mm-hmm. but I understand that first burn off yeah, cycle and is most fine. Most people don't even want the house 78, but a lot of them are bad about going and setting it to 78 until they feel warm. 78 is different when it's AC, Travis. Right, but Come they on. still want to like get warm and then and then turn it back down. And that yes. actually is not a good idea if you're really concerned okay. about your energy because it'll do that, but you're going to spend a lot of energy to get it that hot that quick. And then it'll go back to being a heat pump, which it can do and be very efficient at keeping the house warm. Um, but if you can slowly bring it up, it is a lot better on your power bill to do it that way. Well, and still too, and it depends on how your house is built, if it's two story, how many windows you have. I understand all that is 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 the duct works working properly, mm-hmm. everything. But that 
the sun still comes out mostly every day and warms up. Even if it's oh, 65 yeah. out, it this oh, Florida yeah. sun will heat yeah. you up. Get in an attic on a day at 65 outside. It's still warm in the attic, very warm, because you just got radiant heat hitting your shingles. It, it gets warm. So you really, you know, days like that during the day, there's not a big call for heat and uh, and heat pumps do a pretty good job. So then right now, this time of year, what what kind of calls are you guys generally taking? Because you're out on the road too, Chris. So yeah, <laughs> generally this time of year, it's, you know, people are switching it over from heating to cooling. So a lot of them are, you know, just people don't really understand how the unit works, things like that. Um you know, just a lot of times they don't do any routine maintenance. So when, you know, they flip it over, the they have issues with the heating side of it. Or a lot of times we get that smell, you know, the people call up and say, I turned it over to heat and it smells like my house is on fire, mm. you know, and that's the heat strips burning the heat off and stuff. And a lot of times with gas furnaces, um, they sit there all summer long, don't get used and everything gets all rusted up and stuff. And then when you go to turn it to heat, uh, the things don't work so we see that a lot on on furnaces just usually you know they're probably all honestly in this area with the the way they don't get used a whole lot they probably need the most maintenance at the beginning of the year to check them out when you're starting them up then you know because a typical heat pump you're still running the whole thing in in the cooling mode so you're using essentially everything that you would use in the ac mode other than the electric heat but in a furnace it sets there dormant all summer long blowing cold air through it from your ac and all that stuff so you know that's that's probably you know the biggest thing as far as starting them up in the year and then once we get into the colder weather where we get 30 40 degrees we get a lot of calls that their air conditioner or their heat pump is on fire outside and uh, that's when what yeah that's what they when think. they when they're when we get colder temperatures the, the outdoor unit accumulates frost on the coils so the unit goes through a defrost cycle and when it does that it basically heats the coils up outside and that frost turns into steam coming off the air conditioner because it's cold outside yeah. uh, so people call up and say i don't know what's wrong but my air oh, they conditioner think it's smoking yeah my air conditioner's smoking i think it's on fire oh i should watch mine better yeah. so, <laughs> and that's you know and, and that's going to be you know you got to be in the 30s and 40s when when we really start seeing that it's so. a post christmas yeah, yeah, the post-Christmas chill that comes through in yep. like January. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, that would be quite alarming. I, I set off last year, became f- good friends with the, the fire department when I turned on I my heat this. for the first time. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I've never had that happen. I, I lived up north and you had the baseboards Yep. in each room. And they were usually individually controlled. Um and they didn't have them in every room because some rooms had fireplaces. And so growing up, you turn it on and that first, like, yeah, you knew it's burning off the dust all year. You don't have air conditioning. So it's just burning the, no, here it was sound. It was like a five alarm fire sound. <laughs> I was panicking. I had children that were not mine at my house. I'm trying to get them out. I didn't know, is this carbon monoxide? I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm texting Travis. What have I done? <laughs> but then I learned, I guess with, I had opened all the doors and windows. There was a big push that came through. It was a really breezy day. So when it pushed through, it stirred up that burn off smell and it just set off the (laughs) The fire alarm. Yeah. The the smoke detector (laughs) just was like, let's mess with Jenna. (laughs) Me and Travis have set our 
or oh, finish yeah. your fire alarms off. And we really? Tell, yeah, we tell yeah. customers it's, it's a free check. <laughs> we don't charge for that. That's too yeah. funny. You, you go to soldering inside of a house, and and your torch puts off just enough smoke, it'll it'll set them off. So we try to warn customers before, but sometimes if you forget, yeah, all of a sudden the smoke detector is going off. And, nope, I never thought about okay. that. We're good. Yep. <laughs> that is too funny. Hey, if you have a question for Travis and Chris this morning, drop it into our text line four three seven sixteen twenty. Check them out. Climatechproair.com. 850-857-4700. Call any time to schedule a service or ask a question. Uh, here's a question coming into the text line. 437-1620. Are there different types of furnaces in the area? Yes. Um, what do you, what's the different type of furnace? Well, by that, I'm, I'm, there's a bunch of different types, actually. There's, there's 80% furnaces. There's 90%, 95%, meaning how much of the the gas that you provide to that unit does it actually turn into heat that goes in the home uh, versus how much escapes through the flue uh, so the more efficient the higher that number the more heat it's extracting before it actually gets rid of the, the bad gases um, so that's the biggest difference we see is that um, of course you do have some in our area that are lp ran uh, some are natural even though it's the same furnace there's a conversion in it uh, and then you've also got variable speed fans versus standard fans. Um, so there's a lot of different types um, that are in our area, and we see a little bit of all of them. We don't see as many of that really high-efficient furnace because we don't use the furnaces near as much as they do up north, so there's not m as much of a demand for it. Uh, but there's a few out there. So how much... How, how much more difficult is it to then install a furnace? Let's say somebody's moving to there. They're used to it up north, mm -hmm. right? That's something they're used to. Mm -hmm. It's common in, in North Jersey. But when you move here, you don't use the heat as much. But you can, does the furnace right. affect your uh, AC, though? Well, the blower that is in your furnace is the same blower that you use for the air conditioning portion. Mm -hmm. So the blower itself is the same. Uh, the heating is completely independent. I mean, the furnace is literally a blower that sits over the top of a coil and blows air through the coil for the AC. So they are two independent pieces, uh, but they do kind of have to work hand in hand with each other. They have to be sized properly and things like that. Um, but as far as changing a furnace, it's no bigger deal than changing a heat pump. But if you're looking to install a furnace instead of a heat pump, that gets a little more complicated because you have to get a, a gas line to it as well as flue pipes to vent the bad gas out of it. So you got to have that, and that can be very simple or very complicated depending on where it's at in the house. Okay, very good. What about, uh, here's a question. If you'd like to drop a question into our text line, it's 948. On the Pensacola Expert Panel, Travis and Chris are here from Climatech to answer all your questions, or feel free to call 850-437-1620. I know texting is a lot easier to type out your problem and uh, then get a response, and I can text you the phone number as well. Um, I believe my thermostat doesn't work with my furnace. Is that an easy problem to fix? Hmm. You yeah, want that I one? Mean, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Chris, hot seat. A, a lot of the thermostats nowadays, it used to be back in the day, everything was mechanical. So if we had a heat, gas heat, we had to have a gas heat thermostat. If we had a heat pump, we had to have a heat pump thermostat. But most of your thermostat nowadays are all digital and electronic. Yeah. And most of them, not all of them, the cheaper ones don't have the options, but most of them are programmable. So you can take one thermostat and you can program it for gas heat or you can program it for heat pump or straight electric heat. 
Um, so it, you know, it's possible that it's, I mean, typically the gas furnace is the easiest to control and it has, you know, as far as thermostat goes. So most thermostats all do, you know, gas heat. Some of them will do gas heat and only will do, you know, won't do heat pump, things like that. So it's probably a programming issue or a lot of times too, we find that it's the location of the thermostat. If you've got the thermostat in a place where a light at night is going to heat it up when you're reading a book or whatever, or the sun coming in the window, shining on it during the day. So there's there's a lot of things that can affect the thermostat operation. Okay, very good. All right. So it's a little bit more complex. You might want to just give Climatech a call to yeah, take a look at it. Yeah, if it's not controlling it, it's probably something that needs to be looked at. I mean, it could be just a furnace problem. But yeah, yeah, it could be a program in the thermostat, like he mentioned as well. Okay. All right. Excellent. I'll go ahead over and or text over that number to you. Climatechproair.com 850-857-4700 or text in your questions this morning, 437-1620. Do you offer at Climatech ductless heating and cooling service? Yes, we do. All right. So ductless Remind meaning me. mini split. When okay, we say the mini, mini split. split All right. That's kind of an interchangeable word. Yep, that's correct. Oh, okay. We know the mini split is growing in popularity rather it quickly. It has. And it's it's confusing because that duckless word was kind of a, a word that replaced mini split, but now we have ducted mini splits. So they're no longer duckless. So you can you can do either one. So it's it, it the mini splits are probably the most confusing part of what we talk to people about because there's so many options available. Um but yes, to answer the question simply, we do. <laughs> Ducted, ductless. Right. Do you take your pick? That's right. The, the options. That's the menu options. 850-437-1620. If you have another question you'd like to text in, um, how about with the price increases and in inflation? Have you seen a decrease of people getting things fixed when it comes to their HVAC system? That's a question in our text line. Well, typically when we have price increases we see people lean more towards repair than replace um to save the money um that's typical now here lately i can't really say that i've seen that it's been yeah. about like it has been as far as a ratio goes i haven't seen a big big change in it either way okay um but it just depends it depends on the customer um you know as to what they're looking to do because we've got customers that you know they're they're very in into trying to reduce their power bill mm. uh, chris and i were at a house yesterday that this kind of amazed me we had done a a change out for this gentleman that had two systems in his house and we put in a variable speed system which i'm very high on and we zoned it so he still has two independent zones controlled but he has one system and he went with a variable speed and we were asking him about his power bill now this is only two people living in the house so but this is over a four thousand square foot home his power bill was $120. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow, are you kidding me? I mean, I never expected that. It had, and now it's two people living in the house again, so they're doing very limited laundry and showering and all, I'm sure. But 120 bucks a month, that's pretty hard to beat. And these, I'm talking ceilings in this house are what, 12 feet? Yeah. Yep. Big ceilings. Wait, can he like write a book on how <laughs> to do everything? I mean, I have five people in my house yeah. and a dog. I think she counts, yeah. right? Um, They're conservative with their power usage and all. Don't get me wrong, but to be do they sit a in the dark? That that's big, pretty good. No, every time I'm in there, you know, there's a TV on and whatnot. There are a lot of a lot of windows in the house. It's got a wraparound porch. It's a beautiful house. It's on the water, 
Um, but that was just a, a big testament to me because I, I'm scared to always tell people, how much can I save? Well, I don't know because I don't know how you live. So all yes. I can do is give references to actual numbers that I know of customers and how they live. Um, and that was just a, a really big one that jumped out at me. I feel like I'm a really wasteful person now. <laughs> I, I feel like I have my tail between my legs. Well, um, that's a very low. We, we ask a lot of people and that is that is extremely low. Uh, most everyone now is is at least over two hundred a month for for just an average house. Yeah. Um, and and then we've got some that are way up there. You know, I, I had a customer the other day tell me their power bill reached as high as fifteen hundred dollars, and I was <gasps> about to fall <gasps> out. Why? Like, no, what are you doing? I mean, yeah. it, unless they maybe they have their Christmas lights up already, because. Yeah. I mean, people say that when you use your air conditioning in the summer, you're spending more money on your power bill. I felt like it was not that way for a really long time. The reason our power bill went up in the summer was because we had family visiting and people. Mm -hmm. So more showers and more lights on and more plugs in the Mm -hmm. walls for the phones and the iPads. Right. And then. But it was lower back in the day because we got acclimated to the 78 degrees at mm-hmm. night with the fans on and, and keeping, you know, right. at a decent temperature. And then in the in the wintertime, trying to not go heat on, heat off, AC on, AC off, heat on all over the map mm-hmm. because that uses a ton of energy and people don't realize, oh, summer's over now. Our energy is lower. But don't they, they measure your power Kilowatts. Yep. Yeah, Look starting at your next weekend, I think it is. Well, no, you've always got, when you get a power bill, you'll have your kilowatts on there. Well, don't they do like the, uh, what's it called? Chris, help me out. Uh, when they like measure it and then it's like, that's what you're. Um, yeah, like when you're setting up, if you do like a budget. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking a flat about? Rate. Yeah, so. A flat rate. Yeah. They kind of measure it. You can do it either it's way. It's when mom's like, don't touch any of the light switches. <laughs> or is right. that dad? I forget. Yeah. It's both of us. We're both yelling at them. Everybody sit in the dark. It's 955. Good morning. 850-437-1620. I'm Jenna Barr. Travis and Chris are here this morning with Climatech. Um, I will go ahead. <laughs> is that a joke? Somebody texted in a picture. There is that a real thing? This is a is a text and it's a picture and the AC unit. Um, I don't know what floor that's on, but it's near the roof, but dangling off the side of the building. <laughs> you need a like a forklift. What do they call those? The forklift things. Sounds like, like you need a crane lift. or yeah. a lull. Or what something. is it yeah. called? Like a scissor lift. A scissor lift. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I need to learn some more <laughs> of my. Uh, my construction lingo yeah you need a scissor lift and i want to know what what floor that's on because it's at the very top of the building but they decided don't put it on the roof we're just going to dangle it outside the windows just in case yes i'm sure chris would love to come service that ac (laughs) for you you just give them a call 850-857-4700 we have about two minutes left. What kind of specials are you running? We still have um, payments, financing, uh, but what kind of promotions? We do. We've got all of that. We actually have something coming that I can't go oh, into all the details. It's going to be really cool. It's something that I've I've wanted to do for a long time, many years, um, and we're we're working on the details of it now. So we're putting out some stuff on our website that will be updated as soon as we have all those details worked out. And by the next by the next show, I should be able to go into full detail about it. But uh, that's something that I'll have to just kind of stay stay tuned for. But yeah. uh, but that's something that's teaser. yeah, it's, okay. it's coming. It's going to be really cool. I'm I'm excited about that. Excellent. So the best way is to find Climatech of Professional Air on Facebook. Uh, they give 
regular tips for you, uh, remind you when they'll be on the Pensacola Expert Panel, where they do where they service in the area, uh, which is pretty much all over. I pu- I'm going to put the list up on um, our podcast page today at newsradio923.com and the Pensacola Expert Panel podcast. And then also don't forget if you missed part of this episode, you can catch it later on in the on-demand section in our new mobile app, News Radio Pensacola. Uh, real quick before we wrap up, um, is there a way to finance a new AC. Yes, absolutely. We've got that stuff in place. It could be done uh, through our website, actually. There's a there's a link there on the website you can go to and apply there. We can get you the pricing so that you know how to, f- you know, it's going to ask you some questions as to, to what you're looking to finance there. Yeah. But yeah, we can certainly come out, no charge, give an estimate. You can go online, apply for it there, and, and everything be done, go right through. And, and depending on the system, we've got as low as 0% on some of the systems. So pretty decent rates on some of that stuff. I love that you guys do that. It's uh, we we're living in different times and difficult yeah. times for some yeah. more than others, and so financing is a great option. I went ahead and text over that link to you, climatetechproair.com, or give them a call anytime eight five zero eight five seven four seven zero zero, and stay tuned. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram to find out their news coming soon. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Chris. Thank, thank you. Good to see you today. Yep. Thanks for coming into the studio. I love seeing you guys. And this they said this was the easiest part of their day. So call them. Give them the worst part of their day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, his face got so nervous. I'm Jenna Varr. Thanks for tuning into the Pensacola Expert Panel. We'll be right back with Emerald Coast Coins.